Chini ambuyu. For instance, for me, as I was joining campus, I was so eager to get into a relationship. Yeah, yeah. all of us. In it, a difference in experience. It's really easy if, if you didn't have education about what really happens in campus. In as much as we want to be quiet about this, this is something that should also be incorporated. I invite you to be vulnerable, I invite you to be open, I invite you to share your insights and experiences. Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Season 6 of Chinyambuyu Podcast. Today we are speaking about gender-based violence in the online space. Because uh, as the years have been progressing, all of us are online. We are on Twitter, we are on Instagram and TikTok, but I'm not on TikTok, I'm old guys. So in recent days we've seen a lot of women being targeted online and today we are having a conversation around how that looks like and how we can protect ourselves online. So I'll just start by collecting a round of introductions from the ladies. Hello, my name is Joanne. Hello, my name is Kelly. Hi guys, my name is Lavenda. Hi, my name is Candy. Okay, nice to meet you. Maybe you can share what platforms you are most active in. I'm mostly active on Instagram. Yeah, I think on the Instagram. What do you do on some, Instagram? Okay, mostly, you know, admiring the, you know, the, the people who live the life. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and also um, on Facebook. Although, yes, it's, uh, you know, it's Nikki Tuyawa Tuyawa Mezeka. But Nikki Tuyawa Tuyawa Kona Pesa. No, like, I'm not, like, saying Tuyawa Kona Pesa in that sense. Like, even big corporates or whatever, those guys who found companies or NGOs wanakwanga Facebook. Uh, well, as for me, I think I'm more active in Twitter. Wow. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and then a bit of Instagram because I find it like fake, fakeish. So <laughs> Instagram is yeah. So I don't like that influence and pressure on me. Mm. I just want to live my life and work on it a step at a time. Why Twitter? One is mostly I get to follow up topics. I love the topics, maybe on women, maybe on politics. Okay, mm. not so much of a politician, but you get to learn a lot on Twitter and the trends. I just love Twitter. For me, I'm mostly active on Instagram and WhatsApp. For WhatsApp, it's because it, it gets me close with people who I'm in contact with. So like family and friends. And then for Instagram, I like it mostly because of the reels. Yeah. Mm. Okay, for me, the first one is TikTok. I uh-huh. love watching the videos. Like, they're so entertaining. <laughs> you may just find me in my room. Yes. TikTok, TikTok, mm. TikTok. Every time. She, yeah. I find her on TikTok. <laughs> Imagine that's the reason why I'm not on TikTok. Like, I feel like, because already Addictive. Instagram, Instagram for me is like for shopping. And also, I also love reels. Like, when I'm stressed, I'm a whatever. I just, napitianga too. So I try and imagine TikTok curates for you, like... According to you your preference, yeah. And the second one, it's WhatsApp, yeah. Messaging people, viewing their status, connecting. I also used to like TikTok. I used to be like a TikTok fanatic. And one thing I'd love to see being implemented on Instagram from there is how you can organize your your ah, saved you. reels. Oh. It's like a Pinterest thing. So oh. you can have like categories, mm-hmm. like food, books, movies. That's something I'd mm. want to see with Instagram reels. Now to our conversation. Let me start by speaking to the latest incident of... You guys saw Senator Gloria 
Oruba, I think it's Oruba, yeah? When she, I think, was she trolled on Twitter for wearing the the soiled suit? So now I want us to have a conversation around what forms of online bullying are present. So maybe each one of you can pick one. So I have trolling on Twitter. I have nudes and revenge porn. We call it revenge porn. And I have one on on WhatsApp sharing private chats or even actually even on IG. And then there's one I'm forgetting. But let's do those ones first. So you can just pick any and just speak to it. And then I have one on extortion. Like sextortion, when you have, when someone has your nudes, they sort of extort you for money or for sex because they have that leverage on you. So I think the most popular one is the revenge porn. The one someone would, you know, would post your nudes. There's you know, some maybe private pictures you shared with them when you were, you know, in a mutual relationship. And um, I think the reason why it happens is because, of course, revenge. Maybe you guys are not together anymore. Mm. Or sometimes maybe it's just someone sees you, you're, you know, you're on top of your career, you know, maybe you, they want you've become the life. president of Kenya. I mean, <laughs> you, want, you know, they want to see you. Like, for example, even lately, we've just seen like a musician who, who, who had, um, like, he succeeded recently, like, mm, like saw, he started trending right, yeah. a lot. And then someone just leaks it out of nowhere. And then <laughs> it's, oh, it's so shameless because... Like you just find the person who was taking the picture who also took a mirror pic of herself and the musician lying on bed naked. I mean, guys, where's your humanity going? Uh, like, why would you want to bring someone else down? I think also like a more recent, it's, it's, it was before that one. There's a famous person we used to watch on TV, their girlfriend or their wife. They posted how their life is going. I think they have a child. That's when one of her exes released a video from, was it 2019? And now they released it in 2023 and then it trended and then it sort of ruined the reputation of that person. We also had the situation where, you know, some celebrity had to clear her name because like, I don't know, people just want to bring you down people or just something. Want you to bring you down, yeah. As in, how can you just come up and say that this person is this person? And I really know it. It's her. And then, like, it's threatened the whole country. And Adim Tuana feel I have to come out and say this is it's not, not me. me. There's also sometimes someone was running for president. Mm-hmm. And then they used revenge porn to bring them down. I don't know if you remember. Oh, yeah. For me, I will just like to talk about maybe body shaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the trolling part of it. So um, we all remember Kanzidena when mm. she was appointed. Oh my God, yes, spokesman, the spokesman, yeah, the state house, and she gained weight. I don't know whether mm. it's from pregnancy. There's so many factors that can make a woman gain weight, but everyone was all over her. You know, why is this happening to you? And they are body shaming her, which. Uh, it has happened not only to her, but if you look back, I know of a musician who also gained weight out of some disease and people are all over her. Yeah, yeah, they don't even yeah. know the reason why she got the weight. So it's really, it's, it's really a bad thing. And then recently we had the senator who wore a soiled white suit, yeah. which I, I really commend her for what she did. I think that's a strong way to advocate for yeah. access to sanitary towels. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. people take it for granted, yet there are so many girls out there who don't have access to, you know, pads or anything just to help them, you know, maneuver in that period of 
the periods, yeah. So I, I felt like she really made a point home, despite the fact that so many people against what she did. But I think it's a step of boldness mm. and courage, and knowing what you're doing for girls, for millions and millions of girls, because we have so many charity campaigns on women, yet the same government provides condoms for free. Why not also help mm. a young girl somewhere who, who doesn't have access to sanitary towels? This is the slogan, you know, uh, sex is by choice and periods is, yeah. is, is nature. <laughs> one other way that I've seen, and it was one of the most painful experiences I saw on cyberbullying, was when a group of people just come up and they create a social media page with your name and they start posting things, start posting your picture in your name and things you you'd probably not advocate for and then it escalates into a huge trend like for instance in your school mm. where people now start associating you with a fake social media page another form which i have seen is the sharing of the links mostly people usually like the the other one which you have talked about the the musician and musician or, or the actor yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I remember seeing very, very bad comments under the Insta, uh, Instagram posts and people were saying, if you have not seen the nudes, I can share a link with you where you can go see the Telegram. Yeah, yeah on I Telegram. Telegram is what they use yeah, to, you to can go this. You can go on Telegram and you can see the videos if you have not seen them. And as for me, I think it's very degrading for mostly it's done on women. It's so degrading and it's kind of childish because why, why would you do that? Okay, so you've shared the different ways that people get bullied online. What do you think is the impact of cyberbullying on people? First of all is the mental anguish, you know. That particular girl will have to live with the fact that, you know, everyone has knows. Everyone knows and everyone knows she once made a bad decision, you know. And you know, I think it's like we are supposed to make mistakes, but don't use it against someone. Mm. You know. And also, there's also the, um, you know, the fam- family-wise, how it will affect your family. You know, there was this thing that, you know, this, the, the child will grow up to, you know, to see her mother in that position. Um, for me, I think it affects the persons professionally. Mm. So, for instance, we're living in a time where every time you're seeking for a job application somewhere, they have to go online, Google your name and try to find out what you have been up to. So it's really demeaning if you found nude photos of someone in whichever website you find it in. And that person did that when they were young and now it's coming back to eat them when they're old enough and that's that's their past. So And you find that those people are denied opportunities simply because some nude photos were found of them in the internet. So I feel like it's really affecting the persons in that way. Also, I think firstly, it affects your self-esteem and how you view yourself because there's a lot of stigmatization that comes with cyberbullying as well. So, for instance, if someone creates a fake account of you or if someone starts body shaming you, you're going to have a skewed perception on yourself that's implemented on you by other people. 
another effect i think is that someone will live with the same guilt forever because people usually say say that social media never forgets yeah. so like it's like you'll be constantly reminded that you made a mistake somewhere and we will never allow you to forget this mistake like i think there's these people who when you when you try to do something good they keep rem- they keep yeah. bringing the same issue over so you can never get past it yeah Yeah and you have seen like some people attempt suicide like the psychological part of it yeah I thank you for sharing as we wrap up maybe we can share how we can make social media safer for girls and young women online and how maybe people could recover from such incidences of online bullying So the first thing is you know something like Twitter you can really literally post anything you know it's not like Facebook and Instagram there's some restrictions yeah. restrictions over there so uh, I think in such a platform we might not get Twitter to put the restrictions but what we we might do is like uh support these girls online you know you can just you know tweet something there and then tell them you know girl don't give up mm. <laughs> you know it's not the end of the world you just made this one mistake yeah i think women supporting women that's where we start and then uh maybe let's let's give them a counseling you know you know maybe someone would have reached out to that maybe a celebrity and and tell them you know i'm available i'm a psychologist i can do this and this yes Oh, I think we say that prevention is better than cure. So for me, what advice I'll give to every young woman is you do not have to send your notes to your boyfriend. Remember, you're not even sure he'll, he will marry you. And again, I think something looks good when you anticipate it. You have not yet seen it. You're anticipating to see it. So the more you hide it, the more they'll be eager to, you know, open it or see it. So like if you are able just avoid sending notes in the first instance because these people are takugeuka to so just avoid if you can. Again, if it happens you had sent them or if you have sent them already. Well, it's not the end of, of life for you uh, because I believe that there are good people out there. So you just have to work on your self esteem because some some journeys in as much as we will help you and support you. You as a person have to sit down, accept that this happened and then take yourself through maybe with help the process of healing because it's something you have to heal from because living with that guilt it just eats you up. So if you can first of all accept that ha- that happened and it happened when you're young and that that's a mistake that we cannot rub. So you just have to accept it and take your healing and maybe by the end of it you'll be good that even by the time you see them again you'll be like I am this kind of woman yeah. not that kind of woman. So I think first of all everything that every solution that comes on the table and is implemented first has to start with having talks about it. So very recently we've seen Aziad coming out and saying and speaking against cyberbullying. and sharing her experiences after being cyberbullied so i think first of all we have to share our stories as well and we also have to change our perspective that we have on cyberbullying because i'm sure we are all familiar with KOT mm. and how we've normalized being Big bullying people online, yeah bullying yeah. people online and how we've reached at a point where we are actually proud of ourselves as Kenyans on Twitter for bullying people for bullying yeah, people unfortunately <laughs> so i think that's a culture we have to sit down evaluate have discussions on it 
and simply decide that this can't go on anymore. Okay, I would agree with everything that you have said, uh, especially on the cancelling part for those who have been affected. Cancelling will really help. And for us, the way we have gotten this opportunity, like on this podcast, anybody who has an opportunity to give out the message, we can campaign against like this cyberbullying thing. Yeah. Thank you, ladies, for sharing your perspectives on GBV in the online space, specifically cyberbullying. And maybe we can all work together using all the suggestions you've given to create a safer online space for girls and young women. The views that have been shared here are expressly our own views and they do not reflect the views of Akili Dada or any other affiliate organizations.